video games were made to be played. Don't play yours? We know some people who will. We are Get Well Gamers, a charity who take your unwanted video games and consoles to give to children's hospitals and wards across the UK. Donating is super easy. Just head over to our website, getwellgamers.org.uk, to fill out our online donation form. You've played the hero, now be the hero. and welcome to the Pure Dead Gaming Podcast, a Scottish weekly gaming podcast covering the latest gaming news. I am Jess and here with me as usual is Craig. Hello Craig. Hello. And Andy. Hello Andy. Hey Okay, so there is plenty to, to discuss this week with EA looking to either merge or sell, Death Stranding 2 being accidentally leaked and clearly the biggest news of all, PlayStation Classics getting trophies. Yeah! Mm. Of course, fear not, fear, Craig will be providing you with a trophy or achievement game for this week in Pure Dead Platinum. Yep. And we're also going to review this week's gaming movie, which was, of course, James Bond's Golden Eye. Golden, golden, golden eye. Interestingly, Thanks, like, I, I didn't really remember that song. What? I, I think it's, it's one. the one that I remember most. Yeah. Oh, it's brilliant. Yeah, we'll get on to that later anyway. Um, yeah, we're it's also going <laughs> to run through the list of nominations for this week's Get In The Bin. And if you'd like to insert yourself into the show, then come and join our Discord. All the links are in the episode description. Indeed. Indeed they are. How are we both this week? Fabulous. Fabulous. That's from High School Musical. It is. It? That is from High School Musical. I know that. I'm proud not to know that. <laughs> right over my head. No, yeah. it's no, it's no, folks. He's got all the DVDs lined up. To be fair, Erin has seen them all, hasn't she? Yeah. Our daughter, but I've managed to avoid it. Mm-hmm. Putting her in a separate room. Yeah. Thanks for all your lovely comments on our daughter last week also. Oh, yeah. She was well received in the gaming section. Uh, movie section, sorry. So what's been happening? I've been, uh, you know, busy doing jury duty this week. Yes, you have, you have. What? Really? No, I've been watching Amber Heard and John Depp's case. Oh, of course. (laughs) On the sly work. (laughs) On the sly, honestly. Because I've been off, I've witnessed this. She has everything ready and she has the trial on like half an hour before it starts and then it's on (laughs) all day. What channel? YouTube? Yeah, so I've been, you I've been watching the Umbrella Guy who was featured in the trial as one of the people who right. has made social media comments. So yeah, um, I've been watching his streams. Right. Mm-hmm. He kind of commentates over the top of it and so adds little funny clips So does the guy I watch in. as well, he's, he's a lawyer. I, I watch uh, one called Ratalika Law or something like that. Okay. Rita- Ratalika? <laughs> no, Ratalika or something like that. And he talks over and explains yeah. stuff to you yeah, that you might not good. understand, which yeah. is quite cool. Yeah, I'm withholding her uh, from putting her in the bin as of this week. I'm going to wait till next week when the trial is hopefully over. And um, Is that how long it's got to go? Well, they're anticipating closing statements will commence on Friday. Right. So, cool. 
you two are body deep in this, aren't you? Yes. Really am. I was yeah. watching it manual leave, and that was like fucking two weeks ago. <laughs> and it's just like you get sucked into it, man. And you, it's just really interesting, isn't it? Yeah, like I've never really... I mean, I've watched documentaries and I've seen and heard of kind of cases unravel and stuff before. But, but it's I've all never, cut together quite quickly. Yeah. This is like real life bang you, you can know, watch it uh-huh and you know it's, it's actually you're quite grateful when there's a wee break so you're like right okay we'll make a cup of coffee now or do what uh, <laughs> you know do something <laughs> yeah, yeah. some work maybe no <laughs> no i did never work at the same time <laughs> i can multitask unlike you right let's see if your your work agrees with that output they do they do <laughs> so yeah i've been busy doing that with Reed. what have you been doing not much i've not had any i don't know i haven't done any shenanigans been shenanigans less shenanigans <laughs> but I have been holding on to one thing that I didn't feel like bouncing off of you last week right. the FIFA news I wanted to talk to you about it Andy Let's see this FIFA so like FIFA EA have confirmed that they are binning the FIFA name <gasps> like it's now how did, it, how did I miss this ah they confirmed it it was about a week and a half ago right okay remember how we spoke about it how it was going to be EA Sports I know FC. we spoke but I just I've got FIFA all over my Twitter I don't know how I missed this Nice, but no, anyway, so, it's, uh, so it's confirmed as of next year it will be EA Sports, what, 24? EA Sports FC 24. That's all right. Uh, so, uh, sorry. I mean, they can call it in, to be fair, as long as it's, it's a fucking uh, gameplay. I don't it's care, matter, you're it? still going to call it FIFA. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, the thing is, so the FIFA president has come out and said he's like absolutely bitter as fuck about this, which is hilarious. Like, how... Imagine, like, EA are hated, right? Everyone plays their games, but as a company, they're fucking hated. Yeah. Imagine getting into a fucking war of words with EA and being seen as the dickhead. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. That's when you've got to have a look at yourself in the mirror. But so the FIFA president, is it Gianni Infantino or something like that? He came out and said, FIFA will always be the football game. There will be a FIFA 24, a FIFA 25, a FIFA 26, and that will be the game to play. So he's basically, I don't know if he's Is just... Is he making a game? Well, I don't know if he's just <laughs> fucking had his back up and went, I'm going to go out here and fucking start throwing haymakers. But and, see, he oh. claims they will not miss a year and there will be FIFA games every year, but it's not going to be EA. No, he's talking pish. He's just, he, I think he's just went a wee bit Aye. impulse control. Yeah, I think he's he spoke out and then he's came backstage and went, right, so who's making that FIFA game then? And they went, Aye, with... <laughs> How many months to go? <laughs> and they've went, mate, it would take fucking years for us to put this. I mean, obviously, there's yeah. going to be FIFA 23 this year will be EA. So they yeah. do have a year and, what, four months. But that's still not enough game, enough time to put out a fucking AAA quality football game. So so uh, the next one that's coming out is going to be essentially what FIFA 23 would be. No, the next one, EA will make FIFA 23. But this this one oh, that comes this, out... the next one yeah, after. Aye. Right. So this one that comes out this year will be the last EA Sports FIFA game. Right. So that makes sense. you're talking about releases for aye, f- yeah. September 2023. But still, that's not enough time to no. put a football game together. No. The only way they could possibly do mm. that is by going to Konami and going, can we please put FIFA on PES? <laughs> But that's not going to happen. Well, you just confuse everybody. Well, that's that's exactly what my point was going to be there. Like, if you, I don't know, are a parent and they want a football game, I don't know, like, you have to have that knowledge that that's not FIFA anymore. And I just wonder how widely that would be communicated. 
I think initially it will be a slight issue for EA. They're going to have to do. They're going to have to put a lot into marketing to be like. It's by the way, be a hell of an advertising campaign, definitely. Yeah. I mean, if the bad blood is there, what you would have is like fucking Mbappe walking up with like a FIFA T-shirt, ripping it off Hulk Hogan <laughs> style, throwing it in a bin, and being like EA Sports FC. Like you would, because mm. you would want to fucking annoy FIFA. So you would do it that way. You never know. Mbappe's probably got something written into his contract where he's able to <laughs> fucking green light who makes the game and everything. Because he's got everything else in his contract. Everything. Yeah, I wonder if like they'd be allowed to even just maybe not on the cover art of the game, but you know how you get like the cellophane bit. If you could put a sticker mm-hmm. on that that says like used to be FIFA. Uh huh. Like I wonder possible. if you could get away with something like that. Used to be FIFA. <laughs> But, that, but, but to be fair, I think EA are in the better position. Like, how are FIFA going to make a FIFA 24? Yeah. And if they, it's not well, gonna if they do, it's going to be absolutely shite. Yeah. But he, he claimed categorically it will come out and it will be the football game. Nah. And I don't be, think it's even possible. It's shocking. Aye. Because well, there's so many games out there, like other football, you might like take a, a game that's like on a mobile platform or something and just put the FIFA name on it. And try and get people to spruce it up a bit. Yeah. It's not going to be nowhere near the level of what FIFA EA game is. You know? the, the only option I think they've got is going to 2K because they make a lot of good sports games, but they would need three years I minimum. just need time. Aye. You need time. Like, I know there was, we spoke about this at one point, but there is supposed to be... Where, where are 2K based, though? What kind of studio are they? Are they American? Uh, there's like, I think they've got studios all over the place because there's 2K Czech, there's 2K... Right. There's a, one of the studios that, is in Canada, I think. That matters. Because oh, the, the people that make FIFA are like Vancouver. Aye. I think it's Vancouver. Like, yeah. well, they're in Canada anyway and football is big up there. Yeah. So you need you need to give it to people that understand it. Exactly. You can't make a game if you don't understand it. Yeah. Or you've not got a passion for it. You know what I mean? Uh, It'll just shine through. It's going to be interesting. I mean, there is... Uh, so is Obviously, you've got FIFA 23 coming. There is... They haven't formally announced it, I don't think, but there is some sort of Lego World Cup game coming that's going to be branded <laughs> with FIFA. But, I mean, that's just going to be... It might be fun, but it's not going to be fucking In a depth. simulation. You know what I mean? It might be a fun uh, arcade game. But, but look at, I mean, I still call it Pro Evo. It's not been aye. that in how many years now? Oh, God, aye. So, and look at the Shelly a game that is. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's going to be the same thing with FIFA, probably. It has to be. I can't see how they can put a studio together to make no, this. there's no chance. E, e are going to run away with this. Oh, big time, aye. So it's, what did you say they're calling it again? EA Sports? EA Sports FC. FC and then maybe the year or something like that maybe unless well, unless they bloody go to some free to play model we'll probably just call it the first one EA like just the EA Sports that's it aye yeah FC or whatever like I, I imagine what they will do is I don't think they're going to go fully free to play but to me it makes perfect sense for them to release Ultimate Team as a separate free to play as well do you mm. know what, like because yeah. that's just getting more people in the door. Like, I still yeah. think they'll have a paid version, but it would make sense to put Ultimate Team in as many, make it as accessible as possible because it's just a cash cow. Mm. But yeah, interesting. Indeed, interesting. indeed. And speaking of making a fucking balls of stuff, did you hear the news about Xbox? No. Granted, hindsight is 2020 or whatever the fucking saying is, but apparently 
back in, I think it was 2014. So Marvel back then, they had a deal with Activision to make games. And right. they were spouting out kind of shit games. We were getting shit games out around about then. So they ended the deal early. And apparently <laughs> before Marvel made the deal with Sony to make Spider-Man, and now it's going to be what Wolverine as well, they went to Xbox and said, would you like to strike up a deal to make some Marvel games? And apparently Xbox turned them down. <laughs> said, no, nah, we just want to focus on our own IP instead. Oh, dear. Fucking hell. Oops. That's fucking Jesus, man. I mean, don't get me wrong. Like, I we were look, looking up who took that fucking meeting. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> Your cards are marked, mate. <laughs> I mean, don't get me wrong. Like, I don't think there's any other studio that could have done a better job than Insomniac. So it worked out kind of well for the gamer. Mm. But I mean, if Definitely. you if you were the person that passed on that, I'd be fucking. I'll just yeah. I'll just get my coat. I'll see mm. you later. Yeah. Ah, Insomniac had a brilliant studio. Aye, and done aye. well with stuff. Aye, they've done a good job. So. But yeah, not not a great not a great look. Mm-hmm. What else? Um, no no eating antics. Just we always talk about a bit of food. Might as well. No. You ever tried? I've got this thing sitting here. You might notice that I've been looking at this jar of it's what looks a, like human brains. What is it? It's sugar loaf pineapple. Sugar loaf pineapple. You ever heard it? I have not. No. It's it's white. I can see that. It's not get as much acid in it. Okay. It's still it's quite sweet. It's well, try a bit of sugar want. loaf. I would think it'd be Sh- sweet. Uh, sugar loaf pineapple, um, but it's really reduced acid, which is good for me because I I struggle with stuff like that in my mouth. Um, I'll let you try a couple of it. But it's, it's nice. Really nice. I'll need to check that out. Mm-hmm. No, I've had, I've had no food based shenanigans. I've even got, I even get blood tests back and I got a clean bill of health, yeah. which is stunning. I, found this, I did find that amazing when you said it's good, that. Isn't it? Aye. Everybody thought I was dying. I thought I was dying. Apparently, I'm not. <laughs> yep. I'm, I'm still I'm still I'm still pure dead, Craig. I'm not just pure dead. I literally honestly thought they were going to find fragments of fondant in your blood. Honestly. <laughs> Cream eggs do you consume a week? Hi. We don't know where this fondant's coming from, sir. Oh, I can answer that. That's the cream egg issue. (laughs) (laughs) That's what happens when you have cream eggs in your coffee, mate. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Plop, plop. But I, no, nothing. That's me. Okay, so you sort of touched on their Craig games you've been playing off the back of this. Do you want to share your games that you've been playing this week? Well, yep. First of all, I've been playing last week's pick of the week, Vampire the Masquerade Swan Song, which is fucking awesome. It's exactly what I wanted. It's the studio are called Big Bad Wolf, and they previously made a game called The Council, which I loved. It's like an episodic narrative adventure, but it had like RPG elements as well. And this is the same. It's exactly the same, like mechanics wise, except in a different world this time. It's about vampires, but it's it's so fucking cool. Like just everything about it the the rpg stuff really does make a big difference like you can upgrade certain certain skill trees so that you are better and like if you're having a conversation with someone you're able to manipulate them if you have certain stats or you are able to pick locks if you have certain stats or you're able to like it's all things can play out totally differently depending on your character build and in the previous game 
the council you played as one guy but in this one you play as three separate characters and so you're upgrading them all like separately and the story like kind of intertwines and it's just there's so much background and lore to it like if you go into the menus each character's got like a fucking you can find out their origin story going back hundreds of years and stuff like that and like i'm only maybe six hours in so far and it's maybe about 12 hours long so i'm halfway through at the moment but i'll have it finished for next week and it's fucking excellent it's exactly what i wanted are you disadvantaged like if you don't pick the right thing to upgrade or you just can't progress it in a certain way you would just have to go a different route Mm. so like i've got um, the scene i'm doing just now is with a male vampire that looks exactly like the vampire in the game vampire which is really fucking off-putting jonathan something his name was and it's really strange that he looks the fucking spit of him but in that character like i've been putting a lot of things into like lock picking and stuff like that and like these are like rooms that you wouldn't get into otherwise so i'm finding clues and finding different stuff that you just wouldn't find otherwise so it does change a lot there's quite a few different endings from what i can see folk can live and die people like the first game the council had real consequences like it wasn't seen the telltale games you know how you make a decision and it all kind of comes back around the same way anyway well in this there's full scenes that you don't get if you go certain routes and makes it really cool one thing i would say though is the actual environments look really cool but see the character models they're not amazing like the actual characters faces and the lip syncing's really bad council was a bit like that as well though was it not uh, the, in the council the characters faces look better but the lip syncing was off mm-hmm. and it, that really fucking is so noticeable because there's <laughs> yeah. so much dialogue yeah. so that's annoying and the only other thing that is a negative is for some reason i don't know why but the volume is really low like every time i play the game i have to put the tv volume up to twice what i normally would so i can hear what's going on and i don't understand why that's happening because <laughs> it doesn't happen with any fucking other game and it's off-putting because when you if you're coming out of the game you'll be playing it for a bit and then you'll hold the playstation button to come out and then the music for just the menu kicks in you're like fucking hell that's loud yeah it's like when you've had your i don't know your phone or something like that connected to your car and you turn it up and then like you get in and it's the radio and it absolutely deafens you aye that happens quite a lot in our car it does (laughs) thanks to you no thanks to me uh but yeah aside from that i have played a bit more chernobylite which is just same as what I've spoke about before. And I also went back into Mafia 2 to finish off the Platinum Trophy. Because when it launched, there was an issue where if the trophy for killing 50 guys just didn't pop. So I had to do... Bah! I know you, you you played Mafia 2, haven't you? Yeah. Uh, you wouldn't have went for the trophy in this right enough, but there's this really annoying trophy yeah. where you have to drive over 30 mile an hour for five minutes and at any point if you drop below 30 mile an hour look speed aye or father ted but i so you have to like there's a if you go online there's like people have drawn a map of this is the best route because you're mainly on like the bypass or whatever uh, but it's still a pain in the ass because at any point some dickhead can just cut you off it, and then uh, you fucking drop below 30 and that's you so i had to do that as well but got there and got the platinum well done thank you yes it was quite the accomplishment i thought mm-hmm. i think it's always important to you know 
give him a wee pat in the back. Uh, you've achieved a platinum trophy. Well, I think so. I mean, I'm, <laughs> I'm probably going to listen back to this, and I would hope that at some point you've put the little platinum ding in, because I know you edit the podcast. Yeah. And I'll also have reinstalled <laughs> uh, Mafia 1, the definitive edition. Because I had a few trophies still to get in that, so I'm going to try and polish off that in the next week as well. So when you download the trophy thing, just keep it handy because you'll probably need it next week for that. Okay. Cool. Just you keep it handy. You'll be needing. What about you guys? I've not played the computer in two weeks now. Have you not? No. I mean, last week I was dead. Aye, that's true. Um, And I know we've talked before. If you're nowhere, it's hard to concentrate playing computers. And at the moment. I know we're not subject a little bit, sorry. No, but I'm watching The Sopranos, the new. Oh, nice. Holy fuck, what a programme. <laughs> um, I never got into it before. I tried, but I just, like, I thought, you have to watch this because everybody says it's the best. See, I've only seen a few episodes of it. I've not seen the whole slow, thing. Slow. The reason I didn't get into it a couple of times is because it's quite slow-paced at the start. You have to get by, like, the first season. I mean, if, it's not as if the first season's bad and you have to... Put up it, with it. Yeah, it's, it's just a, a different pace to what you're used to, you know. Mm. Um, but once you you get by, it really starts to open up and, and become good. So I've been watching that quite a lot. Cool. How far through are you? Season four. There's six seasons, oh. and I only started like a week and a half ago. <laughs> <laughs> I wish I could drive through that. I've been I've been going back to try and get through. I've not watched all of Breaking Bad. Are you not? No, because Jess wouldn't watch it with me. I don't really get time to watch TV shows on my How own. How far did you get? I was I got halfway through. So I, I did start years ago, and I mm. got halfway through season two. That's and then it? I. So you didn't get to the aliens yet? Really? No, not the aliens yet, no. <laughs> no. I heard Elroy Jetson's in it. <laughs> uh, but I've went back so I went back and I've just been I've put the episodes on the laptop and mm. anytime I'm doing like a chore like I'm making the dinner or I'm doing a bit of ironing or I'm doing whatever mm. I just I just put it on so I'm trying to get through it it's a programme though that I know it's hard for you but you need to devote your attention to oh it, I'm fully watching it though I mean I'm like well I'm, I've got stuff cooking and I'm watching it uh, okay. uh, and so I'm now one episode off the finishing season two. I've just got the season two finale to go. Nice. And then, and I have been watching it like on the couch as well, but I'm just, I'm trying to do, get through it whenever I can kind of thing. Aye. And when I go back to work, I'm going to take it with me in the laptop so I can watch an episode each lunch, like each lunchtime. When I'm at home, there's, there's certain programs that I'll go, right, I just put the phone down. You know, that way, yeah. like Sopranos is one for me yeah. like that. Because there's a lot of, sometimes you miss stuff. There's a lot, Aye. there's a lot of stuff that's not v- Verbal, like you miss. Yeah. You know what I mean. Yeah. You, you miss stuff when you're like not paying attention. There's no no reason not to. Nah. You know what I mean? Because what is so important on your phone that you can just like put it down for an hour and watch a good show? Oh, know? exactly. Yeah. I was reading something that said if you're trying to like combat phone addiction issues, which mm-hmm. um, everybody has in a yeah, way. Yeah. One thing to do was turn turn it to black and white. That's weird. Which, Why? Don't know how that makes. Can you even do that? I was going to say I didn't even know you could do that. Well, it's obviously a feature, yeah. Um, that's Retro just one, mode. one of the things that you can do to try and help. What do you just get fucking fed up with the shite, know, the shite yeah. screen? 
And, there's, and also there's, not have it on like face recognition or thumbprint so that I guess it's more effort to have to type a pin code uh, in so that will put you off. Well, uh, <laughs> I don't and know. make it a really fucking long code. <laughs> yeah. There's like accessibility settings though that you can put in and go, don't, don't let me go over half an hour yeah. or like, like loads of things like that mm-hmm. that... Or don't let me look at social media more than one hour a day. Mm-hmm. Bang. Mm-hmm. And then it will stop you right there. And then you're like, okay. Uh-huh. I mean, I have that on the kids' like devices. They're mm-hmm. capped that's on certain good, things. Uh, that's so, a good yeah. thing. When the fun stops, stop. Exactly. <laughs> right. Well, have you been playing Jessica? Um, not a lot. Nothing new, certainly. Just Switch Sports, which... Kind of been playing with the kids and stuff. It's kind of a constant in this house just now. Isn't it? Yeah. What else have I done? So it's good then. It's good laugh. It is. Yeah, it's it's aye. It's it's a repackage and it's fucking. It's I keep calling family. it Wii Sports. As well. Everyone calls <laughs> That's it fucking essentially Wii Sports. what it is, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. It's a good family game. Aye, it's good for like we had family over at the weekend and stuff like that, and we had a big family game of bowling and stuff like that. Like, it's really fun. Yeah. But it's a repackaging. I mean, in fucking in the fourteen years between releases, they could have done something. Is that how long between Wii Sports and? I think Wii Sports was two thousand six, two thousand seven. Fucking hell! Yeah. We are getting old. Mm. Very fucking yeah. old. But to flip that, Craig, what is new on the website this week, please? Uh, there's a review for the Stanley Parable Ultra Deluxe, and there's Jeez. also to take it from new back to old. And to also segue into the retro section, mm-hmm. there is a let's play of Siphon Filter. <laughs> Which so, you've been playing. Aye. Mm. Which when was this originally released? Look it up. I would say 96. Oh my God, no. 97? <laughs> nah, 99. How do I spell Siphon? Oh, it could be 99. S-Y-P-H-O-N. <laughs> 99. 99, spot on. Uh, Boom! And, yeah, it's... Siphon filter. It certainly feels like it was made in 96. What the fuck does siphon filter mean? (laughs) Nothing, I think that's the whole point. Right. Uh, It's... It's... I don't know. What's his run like? Is his run still cool as fuck? It is? Aye. Right, okay. But... That's cool. To make him do that run, it's mm. not very easy. What? So, do you remember the original Siphon Filter being tank controls? Because tank it, controls? Uh-huh. What does that mean? You know, like in Resident Evil 1, where you can like reverse, turn, oh, right. run. No. That's what Siphon Filter's like. And I didn't. Really? I didn't. I remember. So, I remembered before I played it that this game came out before analog sticks. So I knew oh, the right. movement would be the D-pad. Right. But I didn't know that it was tank controls. Oh, God. So what they have done, in fairness to them, is they've let you use the left stick to move about, but it's way worse with the left stick. <laughs> it's actually easier with the D-pad. If right. you use the left stick, it's like turning a boat in Assassin's Creed. <laughs> right. It's that difficult <laughs> to control them. Like, he just runs about like an absolute idiot. <laughs> but if you use the D-pad, it's not as bad. But, I mean, like, I really enjoyed playing it because... <laughs> I really enjoyed playing it because of 
the nostalgia I've got for it. But see, mm. if you didn't have the nostalgia, you would be actively angry about yeah. how it controls. Like, so to give you a, a wee insight, so obviously you move about with the D-pad. That to shoot, if you want to go into aim mode, you hold L1 and then you move the D-pad around to aim. Oh, God, that sounds horrible. Shoot is square. <laughs> uh, I'm out. You hold X to sneak. That's Circles are roll. Triangle is to jump or interact. Oh, no. R1 locks on enemies to shoot, which granted, no. granted is helpful. And R2... So R1 then X, R1, X. Yeah. There was a couple of times when a, a few enemies appeared and I started trying to tap like R2 to shoot just <laughs> out of And you're just panic. Lock, locking on between enemies. Well, no, because R2 and L2 are to strafe left and right. right. So if you press R2, he just starts running to the right. <laughs> and if you press L2, he runs to the left. So I would go to do it. I'd press L2 to try and aim and Arthur to try and shoot and he'd be going whoop to the left whoop to the right and just as if he's ducking and dodging so is there an option to change the controls should you wish to no. do so no yeah like totally fucking nuke them and no. start again because see no. the, the Tetris game Tetris what's it called no be Tetris Tetris 99 on the Switch uh huh so you oh. can decide what you want your buttons to be like all of them Alright. Um, I changed it a few times. In Tetris? I mean, well, how many buttons, buttons is there on Tetris? Well, to change... Is there not just one button to Tom change the... Drop. Uh, um, yeah, but you can... No, there's, there's two buttons. One to change it and one to speed it up. Uh-huh. That's that, is it? Oh. And then there's one to like just hard drop. Right. right. And how difficult was this to get to grips with? Well... <laughs> you just didn't find it intuitive, did you not? No, yeah. I changed it a few times to get the right combo. Right, I'd be interested. Maximise my potential. I would love to see you <laughs> trying to manoeuvre this shit show in Simon <laughs> So, I don't get me wrong. I like. I have really enjoyed it. I've enjoyed. I've played maybe about an hour so far. And are you going to play more? I. Oh, I. I want to try and get the platinum. Although it gets oh quite difficult. God. The game. It does oh get quite dear. difficult, and I'm struggling on level one because of the controls. I remember loving it when it was out. Yeah. But that's the thing I think you would kind of enjoy it because of the nostalgia but if you didn't have that nostalgia you'd be like nah. what? like I mean you literally you walk up to like a wall and see as you turn around the wall starts to like move because the graphics are so shaky yeah, warbles it looks like a kaleidoscope <laughs> yeah and I also bad. don't I don't remember the game being open like I thought it was I, could, I remember it being really linear oh like, I remember like kind of bigger spaces at least I Run about in. Well, that's what I that was. There was a couple of times I got lost because I was like, "What the fuck am I supposed to do next?" Hmm. But it's it's what you'd expect. Like it is. Right. It's what you'd expect. It's cool that it's got trophies. Uh, I would say for yeah. you. And so some of the PlayStation Plus classic games that they've added of trophies, and some don't. They've definitely added trophies for this for Wild Arms, IQ, Intelligent Cube, which. I didn't remember the name of, but when I saw a bit of gameplay of, I definitely remember the game. Uh, Hot Shots Golf and Ape Escape. But then there's like Toy Story 2 and stuff like that, and they don't have any trophies, so... Yeah. But yeah, check out the Let's Play. Like, it's it's not available over in this country yet. Like, I had to buy it off the Hong Kong store. 
but it will be, I think it's the end of, sort of 19th of June or something like that, 18th of June that it comes out over here. And you'll have access to it if you've got the highest tier. So worth checking out. It's definitely good for nostalgic purposes, but only that. Right. Well, it's turning into the fucking Siphon Filter podcast. <laughs> We've got a Siphon Filter podcast. Okay, then let's move on to this week's news. News, news. I was believing the news. We are bringing you the news. Okay, so first up, according to several sources familiar with EA, the company has been emboldened by Microsoft's buyout of Activision and is, quote, persistent in pursuing a sale. However, some claim that the firm would prefer a merger with current bigwig Andrew Wilson eager to remain as CEO of a hypothetical combined company. What does this mean? I mean, it's just gaming consolidating, isn't it? Everyone's mm. trying to sell. Every yeah. fucker's trying to sell. It's going to end up, there's going to be about three companies that own every fucker in gaming. Nah, that's rate. not going to be good. No. Unless they do give, like, freedom to the studios they own. Yeah. But a lot of money involved in it, so I don't know. don't know if it's good or bad. And it gives it means you end up only so many. Like if you don't agree with a company, then that wipes out a fucking third of gaming for exactly. you to be able to yeah. to be able to use. Like I wonder how Microsoft feel about it. Like so they went and bought Activision for what seventy eight billion or something like that. Like I don't I don't know how much EA would cost, but oh shit done. Like would it be more or would it be less? So I've been more. There's so many arms to EA. Like so that's, many what different I, wings. that's what I would think. But at the same point, like Call of Duty makes more. I think Call of Duty makes more money overall. So maybe that was part of it. Mm. Like, see if it was you. What would you if you were in charge of fucking money, all the money, <laughs> and you were buying Activision or EA? Which would you buy? EA. I, I would too. More of a spread in different. Fields, uh, I think. Yeah, you've got the sports market corner. You've yeah. got you've good got sp- racing games. Call you've of got Duty, shooting. Well, no, that's Activision. Oh, sorry. But they've got Battlefield, which you could resurrect, ah, even though it's been fucking shite. Ah, that's what I meant. Sorry. Then they've got racing games. They've got Dead Space. Yeah, they've got a lot of good shit. Like you say, they've got a good spread. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying Activision don't as well. They've got hundreds of different games, but. When all like all that Ultimate Team stuff, they've got that Ultimate Team thing for every fucking sports game. That has to print money. That aye, uh-huh. yeah, a lot of ideas that go over different games. Yeah, like they kind of like it's universal in a way. Uh, I wonder who's going to buy them though. Who's got the money? Microsoft can't buy them because they're already mm-hmm. getting chinned for trying to buy Activision. Sony wouldn't be able to afford them. Who knows? Elon Musk. Oh Christ, he probably will. For a laugh. (laughs) Sure we'll find out soon enough. Uh, Okay, so next up. All signs so far point to the new Bioshock being a much more open video game than its relatively linear predecessors, with some reports even suggesting that Bioshock 4 is a full-on open world game complete with side quests, something previous games didn't really offer. Yeah, I hope this is shite. 
I don't <laughs> want an open world Bioshock game. No, I quite liked the. Uh, I wouldn't say it was totally linear, but it did mm. lead you by the hand a little bit. But yeah. you still had places where you, it opened up. Yeah. But I like the fact that it was quite atmospheric, story driven, mm-hmm. and then you know, I mean, the way don't fuck about it. Don't fuck about with a, a formula that exactly. works. Just to be different. I hate that when folk fuck about just to be different. Like, I would even say, I did like Bioshock Infinite, but I much preferred Bioshock 1. Same. And Bioshock Infinite, one of the things to me was it felt a lot more open. Yeah. Like your zip fucking, was, what was it, that thing they called? The zip line thing that you would do between yeah. bits? Like you just Sometimes in that game, I was like, I don't fucking even know where I'm supposed to be going here. <laughs> like, and yeah. if this seems like a, a sort of, like, natural progression from that, I don't want it. Like... <laughs> it's the way everything's going though what's not open world these days I know I know Has... I hear FIFA 24 is going to be open world have you seen yeah sorry keep hold that for, for a second right <laughs> um, there was a video that came up on my YouTube the other day I don't know why it came up but it was just showing you the size of maps right and uh-huh. it was it done it in like uh, kilometres right but you still got an idea and it was like the first one was like the first Assassin's Creed or something like that, and then it came, and it moved on and opened up and showed you the map and moved on and I'm not joking. I need to find this and link it to the Twitter page because it was amazing the the level it got to. Like you're thinking, oh, there's black sails. That's fucking massive. That must be it. No, there's another one. It opens up again. What was the biggest Valhalla? It, no, it's a game that you wouldn't. I don't know if you would even know about it. Right. There's a lot of random games that nah, are like maybe PC, PC MMOs and stuff like that. Exactly. Um, ones like that. But there's also uh, AAA games that are like mm-hmm. San Andreas is big. You know what I mean? Um, but I'll, I'll find the clip, I'll find the video and I'll, I'll link it. Yeah, it was interesting. It was a cool four minutes. Mm-hmm. Just looking at it, I was engrossed. I was just like, skipping past stuff then I seen it and then that was me for four minutes just totally going what the fuck oh that's cool I know I'd love to see that because that was like going back to Mafia 2 that was one of the things I loved about that was mm. it was an open world but it was small enough that like and at, at halfway through the game I knew where I was at all times like and I like that whereas in fucking Valhalla you're like ah, what continent am I on here So Norman Reedus, the actor who plays the main character Sam in Death Stranding, might have just casually confirmed that a sequel is in development. In an interview with Leo Edit, the Walking, Dar- st- uh, Walking Dead star, apparently unaware that this may be news, simply says, quote, we just started the second one. Mm. Seems like a pretty fucking stupid thing to just say when... Did this not happen before? I'm sure he's leaked he's stuff leaked before, something before I... He, he, he said something he shouldn't have said to do with that PT Silent Hill thing, I'm sure. Mm. He's got previous. I think <laughs> he obviously respects video games, but I do think at the same point he's like, right, well, I've fucking announced a video game. Come on, what's, what's the fucking big deal? Mm. But, I mean, he's good pals with Kojima, but Kojima must have been like, come on, mate, for fuck's sake. It's weird, that one, though, because he doesn't speak a word of English. Aye, but they seem to be like best pals. Aye. I'm pretty sure Norman Reedus doesn't he speak fucking Japanese. No, 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 no that's They weird. must walk about with like Google Translate talking to each other. <laughs> type, that, that's, type that, to talk. You laugh, but that must be the way they do. Huh? Uh, that must be what they do. He's also really good, like Hideo Kojima. 
he's good friends with that director, uh, Nicholas uh, Nicholas Windenreffen or something like that. Ah. I think he directed Drive, you know, that one with Ryan Gosling? Yeah. I think. Um, and he's always look, on his Twitter page, he's always like, showing him, like, him talking to him on his computer. Mm. So they must, they must have like, some sort of translator thing. Must be annoying, though. You would think You'd so. think he would have learned some English, but no. I know it's easy for us to say because we could be learning his language. Nah, exactly, <laughs> aye. You know what I mean? But we're not making Japanese games, he's making English games. Exactly, he's the one who would benefit most from being yeah. able to speak yeah. English and be able to interpret and tell people about his games. Aye. I don't know. It's weird. It's weird. I don't know. You, I mean, you're a massive Kojima fan and yeah. you didn't like Death Stranding. No, I just couldn't get in. I just found it boring. Yeah. I mean, it was really kind of relaxing mm-hmm. in a way, but uh, there was almost why I just go into YouTube and watch the videos, mm-hmm. the cutscenes, and get a gauge of that. The cutscenes are cool. Like the story, yeah. the, sto- the story was cool. It feels like, like I've missed out in the, the story and stuff, so I, I don't know if I'm, I might watch that. See, to be honest, that would be worth doing. Yeah. You know, it's like a Kojima game, there's always a lot of production value behind it. and like Exactly, it looks cool as fuck, usually. Aye, it? and I mean, the gameplay is basically a Postman Pat game. I know, it's just so weird, it's such a weird choice. Yeah, so all you're doing. Just the cat in it. There might be a cat in it. <laughs> it probably is. But I mean, all is. you'd be doing is cutting out the deliveries, so you would still get all the story. Yeah. If you just watch the videos, but I, I, I wonder. We, I, I'm sure we spoke about this before, but like, if they'd made a Death Stranding sequel, but I think they look at it and went right. The game sold well, and they went well. Thing it did, aye, no. and they've went right. Well, if we do a sequel, this could be massive. But I think the sequel will be less successful because mm. I think a lot of people bought that game not having a fucking clue what it was because yeah. yeah. there was so much mystery and folk were like oh yeah it's Kojima oh, he's making some mad game yeah. and then I mean I wasn't expecting to like it and then I did so and there's obviously the going to be people like good me. as well though oh, it reviewed well so it's not as if I mean I know that's not Joe Public mm-hmm. but it's not as if a lot of people bought it and then the reviews are shit and, and it's Aye. all like oh no this was not what I was expecting yeah. it's shite Aye. Um but I wonder how many people picked it up and were like you and were like, nah, fuck that. Must be more than me. Nah. <laughs> oh, there was. I know people that, I know a bunch of people that tried to yeah. went, what the fuck is this? So I, I'd be surprised if a sequel did as well as the first one. Yeah. But look, I mean, if Norman Reedus has said it, he's not pulled that out of his arse. He'd probably done mocap for it already. Mm-hmm. So. Okay, next up, the rapidly expanding holding company Embracer Group has snapped up franchises like Tomb Raider and Deus Ex from Square Enix and it's already pondering ways it can put the series to work. Speaking as part of a financial report, the firm revealed that it sees, quote, great potential in its $300 million purchase. Quote, we see a great potential not only in sequels but also in remakes, remasters, spin-offs as well as transmedia projects across the group. What's a transmedia project? Just think it's little, it would be like a game but then into a TV show and stuff like that, I presume. Mm. Like just transitioning between media. Sounds cool. Like, I don't know. They want, they've, they've bought a lot of good properties so if they want to fire out a remaster of human like DSX human revolution or they could put out like a tomb raider classic collection and stuff mm-hmm. like that yeah. like that stuff would just make the money like mm-hmm. hand over fist mm-hmm. even if they just put it out the way it was or if they want to do a, a slight remaster on it 
I think it's a good idea. Like, they may as well start pumping out these games. They could put that stuff out to bankroll sequels. Yeah. Yeah. Like, they're games that are just sitting there, so they may as well. Like, everything's getting remastered and remade, so they may as well do it. And there's still a younger audience that probably haven't played some of the originals, so yeah, it's, there's always a market for it, isn't there? Yeah. And on the PlayStation side, the likes of, like, Deus Ex Human Revolution, that's stuck on PlayStation 3. You can't get it on 4 or 5, yeah. so sticking out a, a remaster, like, you're reaching a new audience potentially. Okay, it rarely goes a week without mentioning our good pal, the Earl of Grubville. According to him, this week Sony is planning to launch The Last of Us remake towards the end of 2022. This comes off the back of an of other sources saying the exact same thing and pointing to the fact that Sony doesn't need to hold the game until the HBO show airs, so long as it's available when the time comes. Yeah, it's hard to sort of fathom that this game still actually hasn't been announced. So everybody's been talking about this remake of The Last of Us for like a year now, and Sony has never actually confirmed that they're actually making it. I don't know. It's so unnecessary. Aye, that's what I was about to say. I know it's too soon for something like that to be remade. I don't understand that. Especially when a remaster came out on the PlayStation Aye. 4 that looks fucking awesome still to this day. Exactly. I mean, the, exactly. Only re- the only reason for it is the fact that they're bringing out that show. Yeah. To go alongside that. But what, I don't know, why not just make some new content for it rather than a re- know. you know what I mean? Like even just a mm. bit of DLC would be much more preferred than Plus the fact that the T V show apparently is gonna be the first game. Yeah, it's the same story. So, uh, so they're like, Oh well I've got this show coming out and here's the game where you can play what the exact same thing. Mm-hmm. And then you're you're naturally just gonna compare the two if you do coincidentally play and watch <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I'm not. I'm never going to complain about the Last of Us been released. Like, I fucking love that game, and yeah, I will play it's a it. Good game, but... but it does seem a bit strange, mm-hmm. and it's so strange that like everyone's talking about it. Like, oh, so when is it, when exactly is it going to come out? And Sony still has never even confirmed that they're even making it. Mm. Well, if Jeff Grubb says it's coming out, then I've got it in good authority that Jeff Grubb looked up at least four other people that said it was coming, <laughs> and then confirmed that it was coming. The Grub Hub. <laughs> A fucking bell end, but uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. The fact that people are saying it's coming out at the end of twenty twenty two as well means there's a higher chance that God of War doesn't come out. Mm-mm. Because you would think if God of War's coming out at the end of twenty twenty two, then why would you release that at the same time? Yeah, that's true. So unless that's coming early, like in September or something, but we've heard nothing. So. It's, there's every chance that they now know God of War's not going to make it and so they've moved Last of Us to fill the gap and then God of War comes out early 2023. Don't know. Don't know what's going to happen. Well, can you find out? Because for what I know. Right, I'll, I'll do it. <laughs> um, it's been a pretty light news week, to be honest, but just a few other more more points to note so Greedfall 2 The Dying World has been announced and is targeting a 2024 release window and a 60 FPS patch for Assassin's Creed Origins on current gen consoles is imminent yeah that Greedfall is supposed to be quite good I think I've never tried it it doesn't really seem like Greedfall oh I've got that in my I think it's on Game Pass isn't it yeah 
It's supposed to be pretty cool. I've never touched it though. I think I got it. I think I got it through PlayStation Plus, maybe. But it did quite well. Everyone that's played I it, thought it said looked, it was quite good. I thought it looked quite cool, the trailer. And then I looked at a video review and then I maintained to myself, mm, maybe no. If you, I think if you it's look quite at a video, in depth. Yeah, if you look at a video review, I think it might Put help off. make up your mind whether you would play it or no. Uh, I mean, it's obviously done well enough to get a sequel, so hopefully whatever it's there's other g- where... There's other games like that I feel that you would play first. Mm, yeah. You know, so... And I, if for some reason you haven't played Assassin's Creed Origins, then you'll be able to play it in a better frame rate soon. That was a fucking great game, to be fair. A great game. Once that got announced, Chris in the Discord, he was like went back in and was like taking photo mode shots and stuff like that. It still looks amazing. <laughs> it's one of the best Assassin's Creed games, I would say. Yep, so that's all for this week's news. We do record this on a Tuesday, and usually what happens is on a Wednesday or Thursday, new news gets released. So if there is anything glaringly obvious that we have omitted, then that is why. That's why. Yes. You tell them, Jess. (laughs) Okay, time for this week's Get in the Bin. I'm going to read some of the nominations that are up for this week's imaginary Get in the Bin. I think what you no, should do is real. you should. This has been quite an anticipated getting the bin. It is. There's yeah. been a lot of mm-hmm. there's been a lot of Discord chatter on this one. Um, do you have anything to add this week? No, no. It's not the week to add something because there's one there's, <laughs> there's one fucking offender. Right. <laughs> that it pains me. It pains me, but I, I, I think you should read the list from bottom to top. Yeah. Okay. So, first up, Jamie Oliver for oh kicking God. off. I don't know what he kicked off about. Oh, he was being a dick about something. Uh, having a go at folk for, I don't know, food Let's or something. See. Just a fud. Yeah. Be school dinners again. Something like that, aye, but then he wasn't willing to put any money down on it. He's just a dick. Yeah. The price of WWE tickets. Aye, so they've got that event coming up in Wales. And the prices of them are pretty high. I mean, I would argue that the price of all ticketing ticketed events are higher than they should be, but I appreciate the cost that goes into production of these things as well. So yeah, it's... well, I mean, what I've said, I don't really think this has been worthy. Like, they are high, and I mean, I wouldn't take a free ticket for WWE just now, so I totally agree. But at the same point, this is people fighting back against scalpers. And so what's happened is, like, WWE for ages were selling tickets and then half those tickets scalpers were buying and reselling them for three times the price. Mm-hmm. So a lot of these companies have went, right, well, if that's the price they can be sold for, then we're fucking selling them for that price. Okay. And we'll make the money instead of these assholes. And so that's what's happening. So, like, the likes of WWE now, they always price their tickets really high, sell what they can, and then they lower them until mm-hmm. they're all gone. And you can kind of understand, like I don't know if we spoke about this in the podcast, but another wrestling company, AEW, they sold all their tickets for like £300,000 for a pay-per-view and scalpers bought half those tickets and then made a million dollars profit by reselling them. But yeah, what's up? What else is up? Okay, so we also have Apple for being greedy. I'm not going to say the word. Greedy C's. Yep. Uh, Callum's mate bought a replacement AirPod 
holders for £82, but then found his old ones before they arrived, and Apple are refusing to refund despite them not being opened. It's a bit of a dick move. I know, yeah, yeah, yeah. Amazon for trying to charge Alex £5 extra for an edition of Mario Strikers that just includes a free poster. Aye, so Mario Strikers, there's a version of it that comes with, in quotes, they actually say it comes with a free poster, but that edition's £5 more. So it's a fucking £5 poster. (laughs) (laughs) Jesus. And lastly... Main event. Ryan. Mm-hmm. Discord poor, Ryan. Poor Ryan from Discord has been nominated lots for <laughs> for hating on James Bond and saying, quote, Johnny English would have been the best Bond. That's not the only thing he said, right? He's, yeah. So what happened was he's been he's been close to the bin for a wee while with fanboy comments but somebody mentioned something about James Bond I think it was because we were going to watch it and so he said that James Bond was shit and that just set everybody off Hmm. and then he said that Johnny English would make the best Bond which set everybody off even more and I think at that point he realised that he was going in and so he spent the last five days just shit take after shit take (laughs) after shit take and I honestly I wanted to save him because I feel bad putting a listener on the bin but fuck me, he's dug a hole. <laughs> and then, obviously you've not been on Twitter, Andy, he's been tagging you on Twitter, um, saying like how much he appreciates all our content and how, <laughs> and how he thinks that we're we're all great hosts and stuff like that, trying to fucking earn favour. <laughs> but I, I explained to him that that wasn't going to work because one, you're a Bond fan. Two, half his abuse has been directed at Liverpool over the last week. Because he's a massive Man United fan. So I I explained to him that there was probably no chance that you were saving him. So then he starts fucking trying to bum up Jess. Because he thinks that she's a soft touch. I am a soft touch. You are a soft touch. I do feel like putting a listener in the bin was never the intention of this section. It wasn't the intention. However... At one point, there's a load of messages. But at one point, Chris had actually screen-capped all the shit he'd been talking. Yeah, I've got the list here. So, 1,000 Gs are just way more of an accomplishment than a trophy ever will be. Craig's gone full pony mode on the pod this week. He also said, it's Friday, there's absolutely no way this nomination will be remembered by Tuesday morning. Here we are, Tuesday evening. It's been remembered, Ryan. Final Fantasy get in the bin. There's been two PS exclusives, Horizon and GT7 versus the two Xbox Ones, Halo and Forza. He also said the Elden Ring channel should now be deleted as well. Rangers won trophies this year, more than Celtic, and got to a European final, yet you still celebrated. Scottish fans are so weird. He also said the more studios that Xbox own, the better for gaming. Honestly, Phil has shown he respects the employees. And finally, sorry for offending the double O nonce. That's his list of offences this week. It's that Squinny has actually set an alarm. Get Ryan in the bin. Seven thirty. That. So that's went off. Yeah. Well, let's take a vote. I mean, I, I it pains me, but I'm voting Ryan. I mean, he came out with comments like, "Even Rangers won more cups than Celtic this year." No, they didn't. Then he he had many a thing to say about Liverpool. Including almost doing a wee wee dance when they didn't win the league. Yeah. 
I mean, yeah. And the James Bond stuff's unforgivable. I don't think there's anything else in the list that really gets my goat that I feel. Jamie Oliver's is something to do with a protest outside Downing Street with the eating, the eating mess, you know, that dessert. Yes. And get something to do with obviously obesity and stuff like that again. He's, he's getting involved in it. I don't like Jamie Oliver, I really don't. No, Jamie Oliver is a prick. But there's been a prick, and then there's... There's been Ryan. <laughs> there's been Ryan. <laughs> My vote's for him. Yeah, sorry, I think it's a unanimous vote, you know, between us and also the 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 voice the of Discord. Discord has spoken. Aye, if he do, the thing is, if he doesn't go in, things would just escalate. Mm. Discord's, I, I feel like there would be riots. Discord's a powerful thing, Ryan. Aye. I'm afraid you have been yeah. shunned. Ryan, get in the bin. In the bin. I did actually <laughs> uh, send off like a private message trying to get Phil Spencer to say Ryan get in the bin <laughs> so that we could play it for tonight because he's a massive Xbox fan but he never responded. He's a surprise. I've probably got a restraining order out against me. But I did actually message saying is there any chance we could get an audio clip of Phil saying get in the bin Ryan. <laughs> they just fucking blanked me which is shocking. Yep. I must say though I do take a slight bit of comfort in that someone else has went into the bin before me mm. that really excites me I, d- I don't think you've got long Craig I'm just <laughs> going to say that like, my days are numbered I'll give <laughs> you that my days are numbered yeah okay moving on it's time is it main event time? It's. I mean I don't know if everyone would call Pure Dead Platinum main event time but that is the section that we're now on to Andy put your erection away sorry <laughs> So if you don't know, Pure Dead Platinum is the section that Craig covers for us where he provides us with a game or games which <laughs> which you can obtain a platinum or achievements. Did you hear Andy's cock buzzing there? I think he was snoring because no. he's bored already of this section. <laughs> um, yeah, so fire away Craig, what's the game this week? This week's the, the game. What's the game, Jack? This week is a good game. It is actually good. It's, it's called good The Sorrow Virus, a faceless short story made by East Asia Soft and Watchmaker and published by East Asia Soft. And it's a psychological horror game. It sounds that right up my street. It's probably not up for your street, I would say, but it's it's actually really good. Like it's made by a small team, but the graphics are really impressive, and it deals with a lot of heavy subjects like death and suicide, and it is very psychological. Okay. You, I don't want to t- say too much about the story, obviously, to give it away. Like it is quite short. You can complete the game in maybe half an hour or so, but. It does, like, it does a good job. Like, it, it genuinely does. And what kind of game is it? It's, it's, mo- it's mostly a walking simulator. But it, it honestly, like I, like I say, I can't... The whole game is story-based, but I can't go into too much about the story. So, if you were going for the Platinum, though... I mean, this is how you know it's not a shitty Platinum game. Because if you were going for the Platinum, it's four runs. Right. you got to play it four times? Mm-hmm. Okay. I mean, each, each, each run is different. And you unlock like different sort of areas of like the psyche and what's going on and stuff like that. Uh, fascinating. That's fascinating. It's fucking really good. 
it definitely comes under the banner of, as I said, a fun platinum, not a shitty one. I had a really good time with it, as much as you can have a good time with dealing with death and suicide. Uh, but yeah, you'd be looking at probably about two hours if you're looking to platinum it, I would say. And you would need a guide because there is certain missable trophies. And there's stuff you need to do on like the second run that would impact the fourth run. So if you don't do it, then you're fucked. But yeah, pretty good. I also played a game called Kruger, which would be right up Andy Street. It's a wee 2D uh, kind of Mario style game. But I was really impressed. Instead of, see how a lot of these games are, you'll need to complete three levels, but there's actually 15, but nobody ends up playing the rest of them. Mm -hmm. Well, this game just went, we know what you're doing. So they only made three levels. <laughs> so you can platinum the game in like five minutes. But it's actually fun. <laughs> it's fun to play, but fuck me, it does not fuck about. Collect 10 coins, jump 25 times, complete three levels. So that's one to pick up as well. It's only about two quid or something like that. And it released today. And the only other thing I have for uh, the Pure Dead Platinum, last week we were talking about the jumping pizza and the jumping burger. And we said, what's next? The jumping pizza. Well, it fucking is. Jumping pizza's out this week. <laughs> The jumping pizza. And also, the first one was a thousand, you had to jump a thousand times to get the platinum. And between week one and week two, they obviously went, fuck, that's too much. Now you only have to jump 500 times. They have to. 500 jumps now, Andy. Well, that was good of them. You're shaking your head, but you can't jump 500 times. Hmm, probably not. <laughs> <laughs> so there you go. So there's a couple of pure dead platinums for you. You're welcome. Thanks. I'm sure everyone listening is also super grateful. Well, I know they are. Mm -hmm. Okay, let's head to movie slash TV corner. Before we discuss our gaming movie this week, what else have we watched? Andy, you already mentioned The Sopranos. Mm -hmm. Craig, you've been watching that vampire -y thing. Yeah, I've been watching What We Do in the Shadows, which was recommended to me by... It's a film. It was a film initially. And then they made it into a TV show. I haven't seen the film, but I've started watching the TV show. It was Callum on Discord that recommended it to me, and it's fucking brilliant. Matt Berry's in it, and he's absolutely Matt Berry. excellent. Aye. Do you remember in... the, the guy that was the boss in the IT crowd? Oh, yes, the guy with yeah. the voice. <laughs> yes. He's fucking excellent in it. It's really good. It's on Disney Plus. Obviously, you can acquire it other places as well. And I can't recommend it highly enough. It's so funny. It's done like a almost like a documentary style, a bit like The Office, mm. where there's cameras falling about and it follows these vampires who are trying to like take over uh, Staten Island. And it's really funny. Really, really funny. I'm almost at the end of season one. There's three seasons of it, and the fourth season comes out in about a month or two. And it's fucking excellent. I'm so impressed with it. It's obviously doing well enough that it's now. Oh, yeah, it's, four, it's really it's, popular yeah. and it's really highly rated. But it's the whole thing. I just, I'm so impressed by it. And at the episode I watched the other night, it had some really high profile cameos like really high profile cameos where I was like how the fuck did you get them but I highly recommend Andy I think you'd really like it and the other bit of news I had about film and TV hmm. is do you remember Married with Children yes of course so apparently Married with Children is coming back oh no with the original cast Katie Seagal and John Goodman as an animated huh 
So they're going to do the voices? They'll do the voices, which is, to be honest, the only way it could come back mm. because they're fucking ancient now. Yeah. Like, the kids would be in their, what, mid-40s. Yeah. So far going. It's interesting, like, people our age watched Married with Children and now they're totally grown up. So if this is an animated show, but it's more adult orientated, I think it could actually be really good. Like if it's just the same stuff again, it'll be shit. But I feel like it's actually got a chance of being decent. And when's it set for release? You don't know. No, I think it's just at the sort of design stage just now. Yeah. I don't think there's any sort of release date. They've just announced it, but they have said it's the original cast. So, hmm. I think that'll be interesting. But I anyway, on to the movie. Yeah, so this week's gaming Bond, 007, up your nine. Girl, do. Do you want me to do a mantra? No? Get up your nine. This week's gaming inspired movie was Goldeneye, released in 1995. Now, you two can clarify this. Did the N64 game coincide with the release of this? Oh, it came out after. After. Right after, I'm so sure. technically we're doing this the wrong way round. Technically, See yeah. reflections on the water. Brilliant yeah. theme song. It is. When I think of Bond theme songs, that's the one I think of first. And More that's maybe just because like, I was 10 when it came out. the depths. Like it was the, it was the song of my childhood. In terms of Bond. Nah, it wasn't mine. I was a wee bit... Le- I mean, I... Well, you were five then, so... Yeah. But, but Piers Brosnan is, like... He was my first... I don't know... <laughs> um, Didn't know about this. He popped my... Like, wait, he popped my 007 cherry. What, what, what's the word I look Fucking for? Piers Brosnan. You're looking for... He popped my 007 cherry. He was my first introduction to Bond. Thanks mm. for clarifying. <laughs> Pierce Brosnan and like me too there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, this so film's really strange because it's every other one that Pierce Brosnan done after this is over the top. Like it's too, it's, I don't like them. There's too much. Everything's got a fucking gadget. Mm-hmm. Everything he, wa- he wants to do, he wants to open a door, he's got a gadget for it rather than just opening it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Whereas this one... There's no many gadgets in There's it. There's not, no. Yeah. Very, very basic film. Um, because the film was before this. So you had, well, no start for the very start, but you had Roger Moore, who was doing it for about 15 years, and it was all campy as fuck. And then you had a guy called Timothy Dalton, mm-hmm. who'd done two films in the 80s. And they were more serious. They were more like, almost think of it as what Daniel Craig done in yeah. the 2000s. Timothy Dalton done that in the 80s. Mm. Made it more serious. Went from Roger Moore to Timothy Dalton. But people weren't ready for it back then mm-hmm. in the 80s. Um, so he only done two. And it obviously went in hiatus for like six, eight years. Mm-hmm. Came back. They got Pierce Brosnan. And it still had that it was a wee bit serious, but kind of tread a fine line. Um, was this his first? Yeah. It was. Right. I, but I'd read a thing where apparently they had like half the script done before they realised it wasn't going to be Timothy Dalton again. So that's mm. maybe partly why. 
Like, because there is some camp in it. Like, don't get me wrong, the first five minutes, like, that plane is falling for about fucking five minutes, and then he jumps off a cliff, manages to catch up with it, yeah. and then yeah, get in it. totally it. defies the laws of gravity. Yeah. <laughs> and then brings it back up. Like, yeah. it did have its moments. Yeah. But, um, right. right, totally. Yeah. One thing I thought was interesting, like, see, just more talking about the game, like, they raced through the first two levels of the game. Like, I was sitting watching it with you, Jess, and I was like, mm. the first scene is when he jumps off the dam and I was yeah. like that's the end of level one by the way yeah and then it's like, quite cool isn't it, I, and then a minute later they're in that room with uh, 006 with Sean yeah. Bean and I was like that's the end of level two they're mm-hmm. fucking racing through this game <laughs> it was like six yeah. minutes into the film you can see how much they've made like just they used imagination for the fill in the banks with Aye, the game definitely but would they have had like would they have seen the final the people who are making the game would they have seen the final cut of the film I'm sure the Before film was out. The, do you know what I mean? I, I'm just not quite sure of the timeline of things. Let's have a look then. I could be wrong, but I'm sure I saw a thing where... So I'm sure the film came out in 95. I'm sure the game came out in 96. But I'm sure I heard something about the developers. So it was made by Rare. And I'm sure I heard about how they had like mega early access to a cut of the film uh, okay. so that they could make the game. Okay. I mean, they definitely did because, like, in the film, like, one of my my lasting memory of GoldenEye the game, there's loads, obviously, but is the facility level, level two. And in that level, you go through a vent and you drop down into the toilets to start the level. That exact scene is in the film. Yeah. Like released, you know what the release date of GoldenEye is, though? The 25th of August, ninety seven. Oh, so it was 97, so it was two years. Mm-hmm. I thought it was 96. Ah, okay. I said so, two years. Yeah. But I'm sure they did, there was something about them having early access to either the script or a cut of the film because they had to like sign obviously like massive NDAs or something mm-hmm. like that to not fuck about with But yeah, they obviously, like, at that time I never had an N64, so I would have mainly played it like round at your house, Andy, or round at Castle's house. So I played more... T- of the beginning of the game than the end yeah. but obviously like the, the actual game itself is what like 10 or 12 levels yeah so what so there's a lot of there's, a, there's obviously a lot of exposition that they kind of miss out in it mm. but it's I, I, I love Goldeneye I've always loved the film I think uh, it's, it's cracking it's one of my favourite ones yeah I mean my favourites are probably two out of my three favourites would probably be in the Daniel Craig era like I, I loved him as Bond but Goldeneye would be right up there. I don't know what it is about it. It's maybe just like, like I say, I saw it. I mean, do you know what I mean? I, I'd have been 10 years old. I don't know how many action films I would have seen before then. Yeah. Like, so it, would have, it made such a lasting impression. Especially the woman with the thighs, Xenia on the top, squeezes people. Oh, yeah. Um, I thought at one point they go in there's a special weapon a space weapons control centre I was just like I don't know why that fucking big thing just I was started laughing I was like it's just so I don't know you could have come up with some sort of name instead of say what you mean you know what I mean it's like what it is there was something about they changed the names of the guns in the game like they weren't the, they weren't called actual gun names alright didn't know that. Was that because it probably because it was Nintendo and they I just couldn't know, fucking yeah. bring themselves to do it? But they, they, I believe, I'm sure I've read something like that. They had to make up like the names of weapons they weren't able to use. I don't know. He uses he uses a Wolfer PPK. That's a real gun. Oh, oh does That's it? his gun. 
Nej. Eller. Så nu kör jag. Um. And I can't comment too much because I did fall asleep. So twice <laughs> I watched the film on Friday twice. and Sunday night. I know. And you fell asleep both times. Yeah, I think I saw more the first night. Probably, yeah. yeah. Which is ridiculous because we watched that second time so that you could see it all. Yeah. And you chucked it earlier <laughs> doors, which is honestly, I mean, if Ryan wasn't in the bin. Then you're the second person to disrespect Bond this week. <laughs> and there, there was that you probably were asleep at this point, but there was the scene in the car where Bond judo chops the girl in the neck, and she just kind of fucking falls asleep. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> "As if that's actually going to be able to." It's so ridiculous. Uh, when the sort of spacey place um, collapses, I believe that's actually what it's called. Uh-huh. Um, like the fact that women survived yeah I that was that, that was bit the one. Aye. so the whole place blows up but she runs and hides under a staircase mm-hmm. and it's completely fine mm-hmm. that's but, where you would want to go though to be fair uh, but the whole rest of the building collapses <laughs> apart well, from the fucking staircase everything, <laughs> there was a, clearly a structural fucking everything issue. electrical that was it it was like an electromagnetic yeah. beam or something so everything electrical got affected so I suppose maybe it's possible I, I don't know it's kind of up there when Diana Jones jumped in the fridge though isn't it aye fucking totally um, I thought it was interesting so I read that it was the first original James Bond film yeah. so Ian Every Fleming other one was bit. from Ian Fleming. Ian Fle- all the other ones were from books. Yeah. This one's because uh, his house in Jamaica is called Goldeneye. Oh, really? That's where they got the name from, and then ah. I think they made up the story from there. That's interesting. And the, the other thing I read was, and I wouldn't have put this together myself, but apparently they changed the script like multiple times because the script was too close to True Lies which came out the year before. That's a good film. Oh, it's a brilliant film. I watched it recently as well, but I didn't, mm. I don't know, I didn't think they were that close. I don't understand that. That's what it said. Like, yeah. it, they made multiple script changes. Cause they, I mean, well, I suppose maybe the script changes made it so it wasn't. Uh, Aye. But they said that the script was almost identical to True Lies and that they were like, oh, fuck, when they saw that in the cinema in 94 and they I thought mean, we it, need to change some of this. It works for Home Alone and Home Alone 2. <laughs> that's true it was the exact same fucking thing in a different place <laughs> and those were excellent films I, Sean Bean as the baddie he was really good in it ah, he was excellent he's cool he's got such a fucking hateable face wait what Sean Bean did he not die see if you stay he awake did. for the full fucking film you'd realise that no he didn't die and he was actually the overall he was mastermind the bad guy Jesus Alex Christ. Trevelyan. If I'm you should see mistaken. her face. She's absolutely stunned at that revelation. What a twist. That's a twist worth staying awake for, that. Oh, dear. You're fucking lucky he's in that bin. <laughs> I'm going to make you watch it again. We're watching it tomorrow night now. Oh, God. Okay. Can we maybe start at halfway? Maybe. The, uh, the theme songs were the best Bond theme songs for me. Definitely. Yeah. Uh, written by Bono and Edge. Was it? Yep, sung by Tina Turner. I did not Tina know Turner? Yeah, it's Tina yeah, Turner, right? Yeah, it's Tina Turner. Ah, it's really, it's really good. I love, I love that song. Yeah. Shall we pie? We, we can pie. Um, am I allowed to pie? 
no. <laughs> I think we have to we have to go back to the dark ages with you when we used to have to what was it, two pies and three sleep emojis? Depends on how much of the film you actually saw. Yeah. Do you think you saw one fifth, two fifths, three fifths? Uh, well, I don't know how long it was, but two hours. So did you see twenty minutes? No wait. <laughs> That doesn't work out. It's on for two hours and ten minutes. Twenty-five minutes. I'm trying to think what I saw up until. I think you have two pies and three sleeping Like emojis. she was out of the spacey place. <laughs> the spacey place, yeah. Uh huh. And she'd met up with the other guy, and then it turns out he was a baddie. So I probably saw like half. Right. Well, that doesn't really work when we do five out of five, does it? No, I'll go for two pies. Two pies, three sleeping emojis. What be Andy? Eh. Uh, Four four pies. This is one of the better Bond films. Yeah. I'll go four as well. I'll say four. And so from the audience, uh, we had 1% gave it two, 1% gave it one, 8% gave it three, 25% gave it four, and 64% gave it five. And that's 150 votes as well, so that's... Yeah, 100, 150 people gave it a five. Like, I, I, wow. I was sort of going between a four and a five, because I would say, like, if it was a proper gaming film, then it's definitely a five, based yes. on gaming films. But mm. I'm sort of rating it based on action films in general, and so I'd give it uh, a four. Uh. Okay, that's fair. If you would like... To- to share your thoughts with us then make sure you do visit puredeadgaming.com ahead of when we report when we record the podcast so that you can cast your vote for next week's gaming movie which is Monster Hunter yeah nor nor do I know of this film or the game I've never played any of the games but I do know of them and it's quite a recent film isn't it yeah it came out in 2020 and it's got our Resident Evil favourite Mila Jojovic so, I don't. Oh no, I have. I was going to say I don't think I'd seen on anything other than Resident Evil, but she was in Fifth Element, was it? Yeah. Aye. Mm. Okay. So yeah, like I said, if you want to watch that in the next week, then please do so and send us your thoughts either via Discord or you can vote on the website. Grand. Mm-hmm. It's a grand. Okay. Before we finish up today's episode, as usual, we like to provide you with what we call. Pick of the week. 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 What are our nominations slash pick? Is there any? Is there any nominations? I didn't put out any nominations no. this week because there's a game coming out that I really like, and so I thought, fuck everybody else. <laughs> right. It's right. Sniper Elite Five Week. Hmm. And I do love me a Sniper Elite game. Mm-hmm. And it also was clearly the best fucking game coming out this week. Okay. And it's coming to Game Pass. So the the green side will Compared be Compared to what though? What other games was there? <laughs> Just to so there's a platformer coming out that's actually a remake called Kyo the Kangaroo that people quite like. It's like a 3D platformer, a bit like no. Spyro or whatever. No, move um, on. <laughs> and other than that, not a no, lot. A... There's maybe like ten games coming out, but nothing really of note. Right. I wouldn't say. Sniper Elite was far and away the best game. 
I'm expecting it'll be out by the time this podcast launches, but I'm expecting it to mm. get eights or nines. I think it'll be really good. Sniper Elite Four was brilliant, and they've just continually got better the games. So where's this one set? France, and it's right towards the end of the war of World War Two. Right. So you'll have better quality guns. Do you know what I mean? Cool. And they've already said, like, it's like they've set it up so you can play the game your way. Like, if you want to use a sniper rifle all the time, you can. If you want to go in guns blazing, you can. Or if you want to do the whole thing in stealth, you can. Awesome. So I'll, I'll definitely, definitely be doing I'll it in stealth. I'll definitely be playing that. <laughs> so, yeah, looks great. Yeah, and I think maybe next week we will include an update on the Fantasy Critic League because I know Sniper Elite, somebody does have that. Right. Um, we haven't done an update in a wee while and there no, has been we games releasing. So. Um, in fact, it's Ryan. Ryan has Sniper Elite. Does he? Yeah, he does. He'll fucking need a sniper rifle to pick folk off that have, <laughs> that have been attacking him over the last week. Um, yeah. In fact... Microsoft Flight Simulator, the Top Gun Maverick, that's also out. Next. Oh, that comes out tomorrow, but that's just DLC. Oh, so it doesn't count, does it not? Well, it's a fucking plane that's coming out. Mm. Okay. I mean, I'm not I'm no giving Game of the Week to a plane. <laughs> when Sniper Elite's coming out. You're getting closer to that, Ben. Yeah, it seems like it. So let's just <laughs> cut this episode off now before I say any more. Uh, we hope you've enjoyed listening. And once again, if you have some time to leave a review, then please do so. Come follow us on all our social channels, including Discord. And yeah, chat to you next week. See you later, everyone. Oh. Bye.